I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Halloween is over, and it's now time for the spookiest time of the year, the time of endless Mariah Carey songs, of constant family pressure, of a nearly doubled suicide rate, of creepy old men breaking into your house, and of all those people saying that you can't celebrate your holiday, but must celebrate their own holiday. That's right, it's the holiday season. Ooh, so scary. And to celebrate this scary time of year, we at the Paleobites Patreon are discussing the scariest dinosaur movie of all time, Corpse Bride. Now, how is that a dinosaur movie, you might ask? Well, it is about a fossil, is it not? Like the mummified Boreal Pelta corpse that we found. It's basically that, but Tim Burton and stop motion and spooky. I think it counts. Anyways, Link in the description for you can get this bonus Paleobites Patreon content. Thank you for your support and have a spooky day! Roar! Growl! Snarl! Bellow! Roar. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that delves into the origins of those government drones we call birds. <laughs> My name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I'm a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genius of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by one of my government drones, Ant. The- <laughs> <laughs> took me a minute. I know, it took me a minute to like, it makes sense, listeners, I swear. It does. It's Christina Eilert, how are you? Hi. Yeah. Um, so, hi, I'm guys. here. Little government drone, yeah. Lyra. She's sleeping on her egg. Oh, I'm sorry, recharging her batteries. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's <laughs> spying on us, you know, <laughs> so they can get intel just in case anyone spills the secrets about the flat earth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's amazing how many people still. Here's the thing about the flat earth. So many people have been trying to get to these flat earthers by being like trying to use science to ex- try and refute it. It's not about science. It's rebellion. Mm. This is the mentality I've learned about flat earthers. They don't care about science. If they did, they wouldn't be flat earthers. Mm. They just they their sense of fulfillment is like being a contrarian. Is being a contrarian, but also feeling like that they're in on a secret that the whole world is in on, but only they and a few privileged few know the real secrets. That gives them a sense of purpose. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And so, rather than being like, "Here's something we're by the science," what you do with flat earthers be like, "It's okay." It's okay. Sometimes science can be right. <laughs> <laughs> you can find a purpose elsewhere. So 
Come here. Give them, a, like, give them a flat earther a hug is what I'm saying. I think they, they really need one. Aww. <laughs> That's just me trying to be nice. To, I mean, again, because they're ridiculous assholes of people. <laughs> but really, I just need a hug and be like, you belong. Yeah. <laughs> you belong. There you go. But anyways, that's my... <laughs> Your spiel for the day. It's my spiel for the day. Oh, not for the day. We got several more episodes to record. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you? <laughs> uh, I'm doing okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay, uh, quick. Let's do a quick test to make sure you clever the show. Uh, what what shape is the earth? Square. You pass. I passed. <laughs> <laughs> Says the person who said the first shape that came to mind. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, to be fair, if like I was like squares, that would be it's flat because it's because you're you're probably thinking of cube. I I actually was thinking about a cube. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not square. Okay, you don't pass. <laughs> <laughs> but you can redeem yourself. But by here's answering. the thing. Yes. Col- the shape of Colorado, which is where we live, is a square. So I could have just been referring to the state uh, of Colorado. Uh, technically, it's a rectangle. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that. Also, study, but apparently there's that one sort of area there up is. north that's like kind of all just kind of screwy and whatever. But it always cracks me up when people like buy like this. Like, you know, they make products, like, shaped like different states. Yeah. And I'm like, Colorado is, like, the dumbest one. Like, you wouldn't order it because it's just a rectangle. Like, Florida, interesting, identifiable. Texas, also. Colorado, just a rectangle. Someone brought up the point that the, the top of Idaho, I think I showed you this, looks like it a sign does. man. It does. It's like and a really depressed man, just like, ugh. You cannot unsee it. <laughs> but, like, I think it's very fitting for Idaho because, oh, I shouldn't say that. That's, like, a... No, I mean, Idaho is Idaho's not a bad state. It's just boring. I mean, it's actually, actually, no, there's a, maybe it, it's not a great state either. It's very beautiful, but a lot of the people who There are a lot there, of Mormons there. That's what I was Apologies gonna, to my Mormon good friend, who, the, Alan Brooks. I was going to say, the religion. Irregular uh, co-host of this show. <laughs> the religion is not up my alley, but they have a beautiful state. They have a beautiful state. Yeah. And great potatoes. And <laughs> I guess just do whatever you want, as long as you're not hurting anybody. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, man. You know what I always love about the shape of states like Colorado? Because, like, the ones that have specific shapes to them, like Texas or, like, you know. Like, let's use Texas for an example. Well, at least the bottom of Texas. Mm-hmm. And, and the top that's not the panhandle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, th- the reason they have those shapes, shapes is because of natural, uh, you know, barriers. Like, mm-hmm. the bottom, you have the Rio Grande. Mm-hmm. The, you know, into the border between Texas and Oklahoma, you have the Red River. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. But with states like Colorado, it's literally just some colonial European just taking a map and just drawing a square and be like, bam, that's yeah. it. That's my state. And we got the most boring one. I mean, I mean, Montana is also our rectangle, right? Well, like Wyoming's Wyoming? the one that's exactly the same shape as us. Oh, there you go. I don't think actually it's not exactly the same shape. Similar. Because like they're different sizes. I think it's more squat, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think they're the exact same proportions just different sizes what i don't know hold on okay <laughs> these are both dinosaur related <clears throat> a lot of dinosaurs are found in these states the morrison formation so i say this is relevant colorado all right colorado is yeah wyoming does look a bit square uh but colorado is a hundred and four thousand square miles you know what's funny about colorado what 
Okay, so like I'm, I have this thing about like comparing the sizes of things that I like to do. So I compared the size of Colorado uh, yes. to Romania. Comparing back sizes. Home. And, and that's uh, the thing I like to do. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Romania and Colorado are almost the exact same size. However, there's like millions and millions of more people living in Romania. Like a lot, a lot more. You know what country does have the amount, same amount of people as Colorado? Good old New Zealand. Both what? About 5 million. Are you serious? Yeah. There's barely anyone in New Zealand. All right. If you know, if you know a Kiwi, keep them close and hug them tight because they're <laughs> rare. <laughs> like, okay, anyways, which also applies we, to us from Colorado. We so must thank protect you. Taika Waititi, uh, Peter Jackson, and guest co-host of the show Ben O'Regan. <laughs> <laughs> they're precious. They're precious. My precious. <laughs> anyways, it's my precious. Speaking of Peter Jackson, it was Wyoming's <laughs> ninety-seven thousand square kilometers. So. Oh. Colorado is not a rectangle. It has 697 sides. Colorado is actually hexa, hecta, and uh, ania, conta, taika, heptagon. Yeah, that. Meaning it has 697 sides. Finger guns. Anyways. <laughs> uh, we were talking about something really cute. Oh, yes. We're talking about none of this. We're talking about... Maybe. I was going to say speaking of New Zealand, but it's not. It's Australian. It's it's. I th- I've always pronounced it Min Me, but apparently it's Min Mai. Min- oh. It's named after the Min, a real crossing that I guess probably has a real name and is probably a word off of original uh, Aborigine people. So oh. maybe we should say Min Mai, but Min Me's cuter. Yeah, so. Min Mai. Min Mai, but Min Me. <laughs> it's like many, but with an M. Yeah. <laughs> But what it is, it is an ankylosaurid, similar looking to a nautosaurid, but earlier and far more primitive. Uh, paleontologist Gregory C. Paul even proposed in 2010 that was the face of a new group of ankylosaurids called Minmids, which sounds... Minmids? Or Minmids, or uh, Minmids. There you go. Which sounds adorable. Alas, yeah. uh, uh, he retracted it in 2016, and now it's just a primitive ankylosaur. Oh. Lame. Of, of all the terrible things to happen in 2016, that was certainly one of them. <laughs> was 20, I feel like 2016 was like one of the years where we had the clown scare. The clown scare. Brexit. Brexit happened. Oh, uh, interesting. That's been that long ago. Yeah, like wow. Civil War talks. The the Ghostbusters all-female remake, which I didn't mind, but it tore the internet asunder. Yeah. <laughs> and some fat orange schmuck oh. won the presidential election. Yeah. We're trying to move past that, you know? Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, its size is 9 to 10 feet, slash 2.7 mm. to 3 meters long, 660 pounds or 300 kilograms. Uh, it says an herbivore. Lived in the early Cretaceous, 133 to 120 million years ago. Again, long-living species, 13 million years. Yeah. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips and adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. It's in Australia. Uh, described in 1980, pop culture appearances, the Dinosaur King anime, Jurassic Park 3 Builder, an obscure Game Boy Advance game, and Jurassic World Evolution 2. Hmm. Uh, Minmi has got to be one of the cutest dinosaur names ever. I know it's probably <laughs> pronounced Minmai with a long I, but I like Minmi because it sounds like Mini, mm-hmm. and that's what this is a mini ankylosaurid. <laughs> like, perfect. It's so cute. Uh, normally, I don't think of ankylosaurids as cute, but I don't know. There's something about Minmi that's adorable. It's not just the name. Yeah. Maybe it's just tiny head with black beady eyes or how its armor-plated body looks slightly rounder than other ankylosaurids. Those brings my mind more armadillo or turtle shape than like a tank, like, yeah. like a box like the anchy- ankylosaurus is. Like you could be the little spoon out of this like, you know, mm. nine to ten foot thing. Yeah. And you can play the little spoon with it. Oh, yeah, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, like a snuggle buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it also had longer limbs than usual for its family, which means that despite stocky body and heavy build, it might have been able to run a bit, mm. perhaps to dive under bushes where it could hide from predators that could tip it over and eat its unarmored stomach. Whoa. <laughs> Anyways, that got dark and morbid yeah. real fast. <laughs> Whiplash. Uh, that's the thing about these armored dinosaurs. Their armor wasn't the end-all, be-all in terms of defense. In fact, a, nor- a North American relative of Minmai called Borea Pelta was found so well-preserved that we have fossilized skin tissue Ooh. of it. Uh, and after studying the pigments, we have learned it was colored reddish-brown with countershaded patterns for camouflage. Is that, like, that's very unusual, right? Because we oh, usually don't know the unusual. color of a dinosaur. Yeah, and in fact, wow. the ones that we do know the color of are often the feathered ones. Oh. But this one, it's the scales. Interesting. That's really cool. But, like, camouflage. Camouflage. Okay. What creatures with armor need camouflage for? That just showed how more ruthless these predators must have been. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so Min Mai's, or I go back and forth. <laughs> I like Min Mi, but I feel like Min Mai is more respectful. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Min Mai's specific name, Paravertebra, is referencing the dinosaur's horizontally orientated bone plates running along the sides of its vertebra, which was unusual for the group and now considered to be ossified tendons. Hmm. Uh, however, some paleontologists argue that these weren't as unique as originally anticipated due to several other specimens and its broader group having similar tendons, meaning that Min Mai had no specific features and would be rendered a nomen dubium. Okay, what? What is a nomen dubium, you might ask? Uh, it's a term that specifies a species in validity and is one of several. Uh, Nomen dubian species are ones I consider by the wider paleontological community to, have, to not have enough distinguishing characteristics that would render it a valid species, meaning someone got too excited to name their very own species dinosaurs and didn't check that if it was different enough to warrant a brand new classification. Oh no, is this the newest, like, bullied dinosaur? <laughs> well, no, here I'll get to it here in a second. <laughs> okay, okay. But in terms of other names, uh, there's also uh, Nomen nudum. I guess nude, like naked, uh, which is a species that doesn't have enough sufficient enough description f- to be anything. Oh. 
like if they found a single tooth or fracture of the bone that could be unique or not. There's just not enough information to know. What? Oh, okay. So, but if Menmai was considered a nomen dubium, then it wouldn't be valid anymore. The name would be taken from us. The horror! <gasps> no! How dare they take away <laughs> such an adorable name! Thankfully, another paleontologist saved Minmai in their description of the related dinosaur, Kunbarasaurus, mm. which is another ankylosaur from a similar time and place, but with enough distinguishing features from Minmai that made both of them valid and distinct species. Oh, yay! Thank you, Kunbarasaurus. You saved Minmai. Which is alright, I guess. Minmai's alright, I guess. Aww. <laughs> I, so, the Minmai has to be the dinosaur that made me learn and look up more words than any other creature we've done on the show before. Oh, yeah. Um, because this dinosaur seems to be like most well-known and researched in regards to its body armor, I'm going to go ahead and let Matt get into more detail, and I can like slip in and maybe define some of the words that come well, up. Well, I already did like, one of those. What was it that said, like, ossified tendons? Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. Anyway, I'm pretty proud of myself for the extra dino words that I found today. Well, what so. are some of these words? Um, okay, words I learned. So we have keel or keeled. Okay, what does that mean again? I don't know. I thought Did you I learned it. it. What do you <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, it's been so long since I wrote this, I forgot no, what I it know. was. I know, I, I know what the other ones are. Scoot. You have a scoot on here. Okay, I'm leaning on your expertise here. A so scoot. We can... Okay, I have no idea what keel or keel bit. Hold on. I know it had something to do with a boat, because boats have keels. And oh, think... yeah, I know what that it's, is. It's okay. something like that. It's the that. way it's lined, I think, yeah. It's like... We're frustrating the hell out of any... The paleontologists are screaming at us. They're <laughs> listening to this right now. I'm keel an English definition. major. I don't... <laughs> Biology. Okay. We're about to find out again. A keel uh, is an extension of the sternum, breastbone, which runs axially around the midline of the sternum and extends outwards perpendicular to the plate of ribs. Yeah, that. It's a bird <laughs> anatomy thing, which makes sense about dinosaurs. There you go. Okay, so then what's a scoot? A scoot. I know this one. I don't need Yay. to Google this one. It's the little bumps on the, uh, the like, ankylosaurs. You know, like, as well as the armor, they have those little bumps. Uh-huh. That's a scoot. Oh, cool. Okay. So. And then we have... Ilium? Ugh, that one's really... Uh, is I mean, it gross? It's No, it's just digging the recesses of my brain trying oh. to think of what this is. <laughs> Ilium definition. It uh, sounds like one of like the Matrix movies. The large, broad bone forming the upper part of each half of the pelvis. Yeah. So so remember we are talking about thigh brow? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Last episode. <laughs> That's what that is. It's the thigh brow in bone form. Okay, cool, cool. I'm right there with you. That makes okay. sense. And ossicles. Now, based on os. Ossified, and other, those are terms like the osseous. Those are like bone terms. Oh, okay. But, gotcha. So, but all this is bone related. So let me see. Oss, ossicles definition. A very small bone, especially one of those in the middle ear. So it just oh. makes sense because ossi and like uh, in terms of bones, it literally just means bone. It doesn't have any specific connotation of what part of the bone. Oh, interesting. So ossicle, like icicle. Tiny ice, you know, it makes oh, sense. Oh, okay, yeah, Etymology. Yeah, yeah. It's like fun. the it's smallest bones in your body, your thinker yeah. in your ear, Like, like right? the, little, yeah, the little ear bones. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And I was wondering what the reason might be for the creature to keep food in its mouth even after it's eaten. Um, do you know Oh, so about? you're talking about, like, some of the fossils that are found with food still fossilized in its mouth? Yeah. Okay, there's a couple things uh, that could have happened. Well, we have found, actually, a mammoth fossil with that same sort of thing. In oh. that instance, it would be that it froze so – there was a deep freeze that happened so quickly. Oh. That it just – Okay. Uh, huh. It was flash frozen. Yeah. Yeah. This – based on – I mean, Australia was a lot farther south back then than it was now, so mm. that's possibly it. But I'm assuming it's more likely it probably just got killed. With um, it in With its it mouth. still in its mouth. Oh, gotcha. Uh, can you tell me more about what this dinosaur would eat? What type of plants? Uh, so low-growing plants, like seeds, ferns, flowering plants, maybe some fruit. 
It, like, basically sounds like a little fairy. A little fairy? Going around eating mushrooms, you know, eating some ferns. Now, can you imagine the things the men might must have seen after eating those mushrooms? <laughs> it's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, brontomerus. <laughs> Which, that's on the ballot in Colorado to be able to use uh, mushrooms. mushrooms as a medicine. Yeah. I'm going to vote for it. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so what happens? The Brontomirus. Oh, no, sorry. I I'm, I'm still have that in the brain. <laughs> the Minmi. The Minmai. <laughs> the Minmai uh, ate some food and then ate some mushrooms and got too high and it <laughs> died. And that's why we have the Minmai with food still in its mouth. Bam. It's eaten, eaten too many mushrooms. That's it. Just hide itself to death. <laughs> <laughs> Just zonked out completely. <laughs> Like, it wasn't using the mushrooms for medicinal purposes. No, nah, it was using for purely recreational purposes yep. <laughs> and got a bit too far. <laughs> maybe it wasn't old enough to be doing so. You yeah. Know? Or maybe it was too old. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so. Who knows? Anyways. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's Min Mai. Let's rate it 1 out of 65 million. It's pretty cute. I'm going to rate it, like, 57 or 8 million. It is pretty cute. I would say, like, oh, I'm going to go with, like, 60 million. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Pretty cool and pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at matthew.career.com for any general questions to any of the co-hosts. Or if you want to follow me on social media, find me at matthew.career on Facebook and everywhere else like Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find me at matthew.64. Christina, can they find you? Rather than asking where can they find you, sometimes I should ask, can they find that's you? That's true. Yeah. If you know how to spell my last name, there's only two of us on Facebook. But it's probably best if you want me to add you on Facebook because guys are a thing. Not all men, yeah. but guys, tell me, like, Dude hey, bros. I heard you on the podcast. I'm not trying to have sex with you. Wait, have people messaged you after hearing you on the podcast? Uh, No, but I get some pretty weird stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Dudes, do better. All the normal, sane men. Treat women like people, not as targets. Why is that so hard? <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I heard. Oh, I heard no. The, someone... Tried to justify. I saw this TikTok where it was like, it was someone complaining about these type of people, which is good. But there was a TikTok that was talking about this stupid dude bro mentality where it's like, why would you listen to other guys on how to date women rather than women? Why do you not listen to women? And the guys apparently were like, well, you're trying to fish. You don't talk to the fish. You talk to the fishermen. I'm like, that really shows how you view women, doesn't it? As prey. Oh, man. As as targets. (laughs) Like... I feel like the fish whisperer could be, like, a really cool person. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm the chicken whisperer. Chickens like me, so. Did I show you Luca? The yeah. Mo- yeah, the movie with the fit. The- yeah. Remember, those were fish people. And remember that one scene where, like, uh, he went out on the boat with their dad, with mm-hmm. Juliet's dad? He was like, here, you can actually catch the fish this way. He's like, great. And they caught all those fish. <laughs> so they literally, one of the fish, the fish people taught him how to fish. He talked to the fish. There you go. Anyways, on that lovely note. All the, all the men's dating problems have just been solved. Who would have thunk if you want to know how to talk to a woman, you talk to a woman? <laughs> Maybe that's the problem, though, that they're having. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. It's all in the head. It's all in the brain. I'm really judgy, so. I, I am, too. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of judgy, uh, oh, wait, we already rated this one out of 65 million. The one thing million. we do not disapprove of is the mid-mind. <laughs> we don't disapprove of the Minmai. That's why I rate it so highly, <laughs> giving yes. all these different living creatures numerical value. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> now nah, that rubs the whole concept of the show the wrong way, doesn't it? Oops. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> all right. Uh, I have a book series on Amazon Megazoic available for print and Kindle. I might have mentioned Min Mai. I might have mentioned Min Mai. I, I'm going to wager that I mentioned Min Mai at least once because I mentioned its land, the land that it was from, Australia, several times. Mm. Hold on. Are you searching? <laughs> I am book? searching. Search. Control F. Min Mai. Damn it. I don't. Oh, no. Let me try another one. Let me try. <laughs> what about the Brontomiris? Uh, oh, it's not in there because it, it wasn't really a thing. No, it was a thing. I just didn't know about it. Ah. Uh. Okay, there's no. Nope. Okay, never mind. There's no Min Mai in my books, but there bloody well should be, I say. But there's a Min Mai in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I like that. <laughs> Better than where the Brontomiris was, anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> there's no love in that or heart at all. It's pure carnal. Anyway. <laughs> in case you want to listen to more of that nonsense, you can. Plus my other podcast, The Ritwit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Where two twits, or also sometimes this twit as well, the other one over there, uh, uh, talk about writing and yep. writing and other stuff. Uh, but yeah. Other than that, that's it for this week. Let's see at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. Just bleh. 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 Sure. Bleh. bleh. Tired. <laughs> I didn't sleep well last night. <laughs> I don't sleep well any nights. I need help. I mean, yeah. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> On that ominous note, bye. <laughs> Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.